Bubbles. Dave Mowite. Amethyst. Welcome to Knickknack News. I'm Anthony. And I'm Alex. And my first story today is technology news. Okay, this is from cosmosmagazine.com. <laughs> it's not what, what you think it is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the headline is Bubble Casting. It's not hard to make soft robots. Which is both a pun and a weird headline. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> You're like, I have no idea what you just said. You just said a collection of words. <laughs> and my brain is having trouble stringing them into a thought. So, uh, <laughs> um, okay. So soft robots are a thing, apparently. That's the first thing you need to know. Great. They are robots made from malleable materials. Mm-hmm. And they can get into and around thousands of places their hard counterparts cannot. But they are much trickier to make. That is, they were trickier. Until now. <laughs> we love until now. I love until now. A new technique called bubble casting could change things, according to a new paper published in Nature. Soft robots can be used for harvesting produce, grabbing delicate items on a conveyor belt, or providing personal care to humans. There's like all these, basically anything that like normal robotics can't necessarily like they might not be good at because they're working with something delicate (laughs) right so like Um, hugging like hugging a person yes (laughs) or like picking fruit it's like or picking flowers squishing it in a field picking flowers in a meadow (laughs) (laughs) Um, um so uh developed by researchers at princeton university the new system involves injecting bubbles into a liquid polymer um, and it uses the physics of fluids to create polymer shapes. Hmm. So using straws or spirals as a mold, air is pumped into this liquid polymer and it makes bubbles that float to the that like float up in the polymer. And then the polymer sets depending on like how the bubbles were like placed. So it oh. like you can like make shapes with it, but it's basically using like bubbles and fluid to like form the shapes. Okay. Makes, so yeah, that makes sense. That's the that's the idea. It's kind um, of like um, glass blowing in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, similar, similar idea. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so that's that. They came up with a method for this, and they hope that this. And I guess it has this pretty relatively simple design on how to produce this, and they're hoping that this can accelerate development of soft robots. All right, that's great. Some soft, squishy robots. Yeah, it's what everyone's <laughs> been asking for. Make robots soft. Make, make, make robots, robots soft. soft. I wish that they had actually had, like, a photo of a soft robot in this article, but they didn't really. Like, they had a photo of something that I didn't know. I think it was, like, one of the molds maybe used in the process oh, okay. or something. But it, but not one of the robots. Yeah. All I can think of is that one. Is it a Disney movie, The Big Hero 6? Yeah. Wait, I've never actually seen it. Is it Pixar? It. I think it's just, it might be Pixar. I don't, know if, I don't know if it's a Pixar only or Disney and Pixar. Wait, do they still do Pixar only? I don't, I don't know think so. I think Disney <laughs> just owns Pixar. Yes, so, so that makes no sense. Every Pixar movie is, is, it's is Di- a Disney I think it's movie probably now. Disney. It's Disney. I haven't seen it, but I know there's a squishy robot. <laughs> it's a cute movie. Yeah, it's good. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. I have seen it, and I really liked it. All right. But you're right. There was a squishy They made robot. that robot soft. Yeah. So it's possible. <laughs> My first story is food news. Food news. 
Right, this is from eatthis.com. <laughs> Which I Why have we not found this before? I didn't I don't know how I didn't realize that would be so funny until I said it just now. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. It's just like how you Eat said it, baby. <laughs> Eat, Eat this. this. Yeah, we, yeah, we were um, thinking the same thing. So, <laughs> the headline is one of America's largest pizza chains is getting a brand new look. It's makeover time for Papa John's. Papa John's. On I was going to guess which one it was, and I'm yeah. like, uh, oh, I don't sorry. know. I it's okay. I should have let you guess. It's, a, it's a fine. Was Papa John's? Is it Papa John's? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that was not going to be yes, my guess. For is. some reason, I was going to guess Domino's. Yeah, that would have been my first guess. Really? Yeah, presented the option, <laughs> <laughs> which I did not. I did not give you the courtesy <laughs> of. Fine. Um, but on Tuesday, they, Papa John's announced that it will be giving, it, giving itself a major makeover, one that includes dropping its apostrophe. Oof. It is no longer Papa John's Pizza. It's just. Papa John's pizza. Wait, what? there's no possessive anymore. It's not owned by Papa John. It is just Papa John's. Wait, but it's like John's, like J O H N S with no apostrophe. No apostrophe. What? It's for all the Papa Johns in the world to feel like part of something. What? I don't know. Is the purpose of that? I don't know. Maybe apostrophes are expensive to put in signs. Uh, the pizza chains <laughs> changes are being positioned under the phrase "hungry for better," according to a. <laughs> I don't know. This whole thing is wild. Um, according to a Business Wire press release. Yeah. So, hungry okay, well, for I guess better. I, okay, fine. I get. It took me a second. Because like their whole thing like, is like better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's. So yeah. Hungry for better. Hungry for better ingredients and better just, things. And just making it look nicer, I guess. Okay. Um, so they're like I said, their logo is being redesigned to remove the apostrophe, and I will show you it. Um, it's fine, uh, and they're redesigning the interior of new and some existing locations to be more modern. Um, the like kind of mock up they had just. It honestly just looked like pizza chipotle to me, but um, that kind of aesthetic okay. that it seems like they're going for. Um, the redesign includes more options for picking up orders placed ahead of time, including drive through and walk-in options, as well as a streamlined kitchen that is intended to make it easier for employees to like have multiple pizzas going at once and like okay. make switching between different jobs easier and stuff. So that sounds All nice. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I want to show you the new logo. Again, it's it's fine. It's it it won't surprise you. Okay, I should say, unless the lack of apostrophe surprises you, which it shouldn't at this point because I have said it several times. I mean, I am still surprised that that was a choice. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah. Did they really think the apostrophe was that jarring? I, they they wanted it to look symmetrical. I, I get don't that. No, but like. It's not good grammar. Papa John's. Just all the Johns out there that are dads, I guess. I don't know. Like, I don't know what they're going for. It's Because the, now it's plural. You're right. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. I mean, unless you're talking about like an old-timey John. I went down and picked up a John on the corner. I, I don't know. What? You never heard Johns <laughs> in that context before? No. We shouldn't get into it. We're a family-friendly show. Um, okay. But. Uh, this is this is like a mock-up of the interior. Okay, that looks nice. It looks nice. I just 
what is it with people with apostrophes? Some people <laughs> hate them and don't use them when they should. Some people put them into plural words. Which That's is... like one of my pet peeves. I hate when people do that. I'm sorry. It's, it's just a like, word crime. It just bothers me. So do, are you also bothered when people oh, do that? Absolutely, yes. Of course I am. Because as soon as like, I don't know, at some point in my life, I started noticing how often people do that. And now I just notice it all the time. And like people mm-hmm. do that all the time. People are terrible about like and it's like it's just a plural and, yeah. word. Why are you putting an apostrophe there? You did extra work you didn't have to do. Your finger reached over to that apostrophe. It's like and... it's like when if you pluralize something that you're not used to pluralizing, people tend to like put an apostrophe because they feel like it's like oh, I don't usually put an s after this. Well, here's word. a it's hint, like... it's always wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the only time you're using an apostrophe is for a pl- is for a is for a possessive. Yeah. Or a contraction. Or a contraction. But yeah. But, but, <laughs> but also, like, if there should be an apostrophe, why take it out? Yeah. They probably I, just wanted it to look symmetrical in their new logo. It's like, mm-hmm. with, like the letter. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think pan- people panic because, like, there's the whole thing where it's like, if it's a plural possessive, then it's like, where does the apostrophe go? It's like, usually at the end, after oh, everything. Oh, yeah. Maybe that just freaks them out and they don't know what to do. So they just put it in just in case. Emergency apostrophe. I don't know. I don't know. This is going. I this has gone completely off the rails. But yeah, (laughs) Papa John's. I apologize. What are you doing? I unless again, your goal is to make it plural, John. (laughs) Sure. Okay, my next story is entertainment news. This is from Variety.com. The headline is Movie Pass Coming Back from the Dead? Question mark. <laughs> Question mark. Co-founder eyes relaunch after buying bankrupt services assets. I did hear this Intrigue. might be happening. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just curious. How, do they have a plan to make it work this time? It, this article did not say that. So... I'm also. I also have that question. <laughs> like, um, are the fundamental so, flaws with this system reconciled? So, or they- um, yeah. <laughs> In case you don't know what MoviePass is, you're listening to this. Um, it is a service that. What was happening? Like 2019, I think. Right? 2018, 2019. Yeah, um, the timing wasn't great on their part. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It it was a service where you could subscribe to this. Like get this card, and I think it was like only ten bucks a month or something. Yeah, it was really cheap. Yeah, like too cheap. Mm-hmm. And um, part of it, the problem, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and if you had that card, you could just go to a movie theater and see any movie, like unlimited, mm-hmm. just with this like monthly subscription. And a ton of people got it. Like I even know, like my brother yeah, had I, it. Oh, for, it, was and it was very like, popular because it, it was, was a really good deal. Yeah, if you like was, going to the movies. But then. um I don't know. All this stuff happened with like the theaters were like upset about it and stuff, which probably rightly so, because how are they like actually paying for the ticket? Like, I didn't understand yeah. how this works. I'm like, aren't the theaters still getting paid for the tickets through the movie pass? Like they have to charge enough that they can pay for the tickets, but still right. make money off the subscriptions. Right. Uh-huh. That's how a business model works. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> so, I think part of the reason it fell apart is that they, they like, did not somehow consider that. I don't they know. They didn't do that. They just charged a really cheap price and then went bankrupt. Right. Because <laughs> it's $10 a month and it's not even like $10 for a movie ticket. It's way more now. <laughs> yeah. That was like, yeah, but maybe, maybe then it was like, okay, maybe like, it de- you yeah, do like 10 and it's bucks also depends on where movie. you are. Yeah. So yeah, if people saw one movie a month, they were, it was like breaking even right. for them. Yeah. Like in terms of their, pro- anyway. Yeah. Right. Something wasn't really adding up there, but um, so it went bankrupt. So apparently, 
there was, you know, there's been all these like proceedings, law stuff. And this person who's one of the co-founders now has like owns the business or owns the rights to the business. Mm-hmm. Um, his name's Stacy Spikes. And, um, that sounds fake. <laughs> um, I don't know. He just says that he wants to like relaunch it. He's going to get new financial backers and like figure out a better business model. I'm assuming and relaunch it. Yeah. Cause it was really popular. I mean, like I, yeah, it was it's a good idea. Um, <laughs> I yeah, but I, I wonder how much of its popularity was due to the fact that it was an insanely yeah. good deal. <laughs> yeah, like because yeah. if you saw two movies a month, which I don't think is that unusual for people who enjoy going to the yeah. movies, like that, then you're already saving so much money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, quick uh, final note: uh, Spikes has set up a new website called IWantMoviePass.com. Where you can go and sign up with your email and get notifications about this service, like if it launches again, like when it's going to be up and stuff. If like, you know, if people want to do that, all right, you can be notified <laughs> if you're like a huge movie fan. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I thought that was interesting. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I'm I'm interested. Like, I, if they relaunch it and it seems like it's actually a stable thing, <laughs> I'd consider maybe getting that. Yeah, no, it's. it's I mean, I don't know about like during the pandemic, and, but yeah, that, maybe not yet, but. I, yeah, I mean, you know. it's it's a like you said, it's a great idea. Yeah. My next story is science news. This is from NPR. New mineral, Dave Mowite, made an unlikely journey from the depths of the earth. And I will explain the name, I promise. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Researchers say they've recovered a mineral from deep inside the Earth, one that they never expected to see on the surface. Um, scientists at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, named the mineral Dave Mowite after uh, Ho Kwang Dave, he went by Dave Mao, a retired experimental geophys- geophysicist. So they just literally took his name, Dave Mao, and added ite <laughs> at the end. And like, this is the okay. mineral now. All right. Um, so deep earth minerals like Dave Mowite aren't, it doesn't get easier anytime. Like Like every every time time you say it, it's still the same difficulty. Really difficult to say. Um, aren't suited to survive outside the high pressure environments where they're made, but this sample did survive. Trapped inside of a diamond, the mineral made the 410 mile journey to the earth's surface from the lower mantle, uh, which for those who forgot their, like, middle school science it's the layer between the planet's core and crust the article <laughs> felt the, the need reminder. to tell us oh, oh the, art- <laughs> the article did. Okay. um without the diamond strength the dave mowite would have fallen apart okay it's getting a little easier uh, scientists <laughs> in 1975 had previously theorized that the crystallized compound uh which is calcium silicate perovskite um that's i guess its full name oh. uh uh they Theorized that it existed in the Earth's mantle. So they're like, this could be. Um, but now they have proof, making it the first time that lower mantle minerals have ever been observed in nature. Oh. According to a news release from the university on Monday. Interesting. Um, and yeah, the diamond encased mineral was mined in Botswana before a gem dealer sold it to a mineralogist at the California Institute of Technology in Pasadena. Mineralogist? Mineralogist. That's different from a geologist, I guess. Yeah, I think they specialize they, in minerals. Like just looking at rocks. They don't want to have anything to do with the rest of it. Okay. 
<laughs> like, like play tectonics, like not dirt interested. And stuff. Okay, yeah. Like earthquakes. Yeah, dirt, I don't no, know what, dirt's <laughs> dirt's too small. They want bigger rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what the difference is. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I just like pointing out fun titles that we come across when we do these. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Dave Mowite. It's Dave the first Mowite. ever deep earth mineral we've ever we've ever actually seen. That's cool. Yeah, I thought so too. All right, my next story is archaeology news. This is from CNN. The headline is Archaeologists Discover Ancient Hangover Prevention Ring. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it doesn't actually it's oh. not it doesn't actually work. Yeah, I, I guess. It's not a re- I mean it's it's not actually functional. Okay. Cuz we know more about science now. But <laughs> um, <laughs> Archaeologists in Israel have discovered an ancient gold and purple amethyst ring, which is believed, yeah, it's really cool, actually, which is believed (laughs) to have been used as a hangover prevention tool in those times, which is really random, but why do they believe that? I don't know why they believe that before this find, but this ring, um, it was actually uncovered near the site of the Byzantine era's largest known winery according to the Israel Antiquities Authority, um, which my impression from reading this is that that is like furthering the belief that already existed, that affluent individuals wore rings like this when they drank alcohol as like a hangover preventative. Oh, okay. I guess. So it's just a continued example of that, apparently. That's what, like, they didn't exa- they didn't, like, explicitly get, they didn't, like, find that. this ring. It's like, ah, this is for hangover. Yeah, no, I don't, <laughs> I'm, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> The article didn't explicitly like state this, but I just it was implied that like they already like had some knew evidence of that, idea. and they were yeah. like, "Oh, we found one of these next to this winery." Got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, um, is amethyst hangovers and like topaz is headaches or something? I don't, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so the article said the excavation site where the ring was found has been dated to approximately the seventh century around the end of the Byzantine era and the start of the early Islamic period, though officials said the ring could be even older. Um, And they also noted that amethyst is not the only ancient hangover cure to have fallen out of favor. Again, that's a kind of a nod to like, they think amethyst was like a, there was a thing with hangovers. Uh, In 2015, an ancient Greek remedy was discovered on a 1900 year old papyrus, which recommended wearing a necklace of laurel leaves as a drunken headache cure, according to life science. Okay. So apparently people were thinking about this and coming up with creative creative solutions that most definitely did not work I or do, do anything. You have to love that period of time in medicine where we didn't know anything. <laughs> so yeah. we would just we would just like glue a leaf to something and be like, this probably yeah. does this. Yeah. I don't know. Did you? See it not do that? I don't like I <laughs> seems cool. Let's have some yeah. wine. <laughs> yeah, I I I could actually talk about this for a while. I actually took a class in college all about like the history of like medicine and like oh, medical yeah. beliefs and stuff. Super interesting. Mm-hmm. Super interesting. Cause yeah, because if they just they didn't have all the technology that we have today, so they didn't understand a lot of things. And so it was kind of like superstitions mixed with like things that were observable, Mm -hmm. like 
you know, yeah. the a classic example is like, oh, somebody, you have a fever, you have too much blood, you know, like in the, mm-hmm. the whole like bloodletting thing. Yeah. That's because like they saw like, oh, you're really hot. You're really like red. Mm-hmm. And so blood that's was like associated conclusion. with like, it was like a, the fire, like, cause it, the four humors were like yep. tied to the different elements yep. and stuff. And There's the whole the like four humors thing. Cause all that stuff was all like observable, mm-hmm. like they loved anything that made you puke because it was like this is doing something. Yeah, like they just love making people <laughs> yeah, puke. Like, like that was like the solution like, to everything. It's like well, puke. You're getting then. something out. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like there's something bad in you, and you are expelling it. Yeah. And so like anything that made people puke was a cure. Like yeah. Was, like it doesn't. Yeah. You know, because they didn't. They didn't know because that's what they could see. So yeah. Not to advertise sense, another podcast on our podcast, but like if you are interested in this kind of thing, Sawbones is a really phenomenal podcast. That every episode they dive into some like ancient history of medicine thing and like what people used to believe and like what we know now and that kind of thing. And it's, so if you're fascinated by this kind of stuff, like that podcast yeah. will totally be your jam. Cause it is, it is all about that. That's like thing. on my list of podcasts to like listen to. Cause I highly recommend yeah. it. It's very, fun. I am very interested in that. So it, it is, it's very interesting. Yeah. My next story is technology news. This is from Gizmodo. The 200 worst passwords of 2021 are here, <laughs> and oh my god! Yes, it's a list. <laughs> it, there is a list. Yes, there okay, is a list. I'm excited. We can go. We. I don't know if we want to go through the list because some of them are not going to be good radio <laughs> because oh. it's just like strings of numbers. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we don't have to do that. But yeah, I'll, I will definitely give some examples. From okay. It. Um, the awful password list is an annual project from the password manager NordPass. Um, past offenders like one, two, three, four, five, six, and QWERTY, which is of course the first <laughs> six yeah. keys, first six letter keys on the keyboard, <laughs> uh, appeared in the list again, along with some new bad choices. Um, most of them like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, or zero, 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 <laughs> involve some kind of number mashing on your keyboard that the company estimates would be relatively easy for any coder to crack in about one second. <laughs> Well, yeah. Um, other popular choices like password and ABC123 are just as easy to crack. Um, and they had some other like less obvious but equally bad passwords such as I love you, all one word, baseball, baseball? and dragon. So still, okay. <laughs> rule of thumb, don't use dictionary words in your passwords. Not a good idea. Um NordPass CEO Jonas Kirkless said in a statement, unfortunately, passwords keep getting weaker (laughs) and people still don't maintain proper password hygiene, um, which is just like, you know, the practice of having a safe password and using different passwords on all of your stuff. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, uh, I can go to the list and find some. Uh, While I was scrolling through the list of 200, I found that Anthony was the 140th most common password. Really? So, yeah. That is fascinating. Um, I did search for Alex, but it's not on there. Okay. Sorry. Man. Um, you're, not a, you're not a common password. Apparently not. I was kind of surprised because I don't feel like it's the, like the most common name, but um, I guess it's not that uncommon. I mean, are, were there a lot of other just names? There's like a lot of names. names. There's like, like Michelle was one of them <laughs> I saw. Okay. Let me see. I want to pull this up. So while you're looking at that, I want to remind listeners, in case you haven't been listening for a long time. We had another episode about past phrases and why those are great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd recommend listening to that discussion. Yeah. 
Yeah, and the reason a past phrase works is like even though it's still better, I think, to avoid using dictionary words because that is what like hackers are going to try to use to crack your password. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like past phrases are nice because the longer something is, the more characters they have to guess, and that just increases the amount of time they have to like brute force a password. Um, but if they use something more sophisticated than just pure brute force, like dictionary words can make it easier to guess sometimes. Yeah. Um, also, as annoying as it is, set up multi-factor authentication on everything that you possibly can. It's super annoying, I know, because we have like seven different things at work that all need different <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. multi-factor passwords. But it's one of the safest, like one of the best ways to secure your stuff because unless somebody can get to your phone and like get that password and has that password within like the 20 seconds that it's active, like... They can't get into your stuff, and yeah. I mean it's it's just a really really effective way to protect your protect your information. Um, so yeah, the top the number one password is one two three four five six. The number two password is one two three four five six seven eight nine. The number three <laughs> password is one two three four five. <laughs> <laughs> number four is oh, QWERTY. No. Number five is password. <laughs> number six is one two three four five six seven eight. <laughs> okay. Number seven is one 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 one. Number eight is one two three one two three. <laughs> uh, you can kind of guess like, how this continues yeah, for a while. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Number thirteen is one Q two W three E, which oh. seems like it would be okay, but then you realize it's da 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 like one Q two W three E. I wouldn't so. have thought to do that. Yeah, unfortunately ever, the fact that people now know it's a common password means that it's going to be something that people try when they're brute forcing. Yeah, now I'm like, wait, they just posted that. <laughs> they're giving people ideas. <laughs> well, I mean, 8 but million no, something people that, are, that were uh 8 million people that were exposed in like like hacks essentially were found to have that password. So, they have like the actual numbers too. Oh, wow. Um, wait, it was like 8 million people? Mm, the count oh, is my gosh. the number of times the password was used. Um, in like all these security incidents that reported these passwords, which, oh, is, how okay. gotcha, this, gotcha, which yeah. is how they get this data. Like the the number one one was used over one hundred million times. Wow! So that was the one two three four five six seven eight nine. Just one two three four five six. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, because things are like, like, oh, you have to have six characters at mm-hmm. least. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, you okay, have have, <laughs> yeah, you have to have a number. You have to have a character. Mm-hmm. So it technically fits. Um, yeah, there's. Six five four three two one. <laughs> yeah, you. The patterns just kind of continue here. So yeah, and and the, like, <sighs> I think it it's just better to use a password manager than mm-hmm. than try to make really simple. Because the prob- the reason why people make stuff like that is because they're like, oh, I'll remember. It's really this. hard to remember. Yeah, it's hard to remember all your passwords nowadays. You have fifty million passwords everywhere. Like I get that because I struggle with that too. Mm-hmm. But get a password manager. And I know people will say like, oh, well, then if you put them all there, then somebody just needs to break into that and then they have everything. And it's like, well, would you rather risk something like that or just use super easy to hack passwords mm-hmm. everywhere anyway? And then, <laughs> yeah. And then once somebody guesses one of your passwords, they're going to try that email combination with that password on a bunch like of different sites. Like everywhere else, which you probably have it repeated. They'll probably find it. And they're going to get all your accounts that way anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and I mean, then just have like one super, one really good password that you yeah. do have to remember for right. your password manager, right? And then you're good. Um, and yeah, here's an interesting one: one QAZ two WSX. 
again, sounds kind of secure, but it is literally oh yeah going down the keys on your keyboard. <laughs> I'm like, what if in diagonals? What if I made a password that was one Q A Z two W S X three E D C four R? Like, just do the same (laughs) thing, but every single row, so it's like twenty five characters long. Yeah, (laughs) would that still be easy to hack? Probably. I don't know. Like, I feel like they would try that as like one of the patterns that they try. Probably. But yeah. Anyway. Oh, there's some there's some foul language in some of these. So oh, reader beware. Um. But yeah, it's a yeah. Once you start getting into the sixties or so, you start seeing a lot of names. Mm. Interesting. So, update your passwords. Update make, your passwords. Make, make them not bad. All right, it's time for breaking news, the part of the show where Anthony and I look up stories that just happened today or just posted today, and we read them to you on the fly. One, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> Ready, set, go. go! Okay, um, I found this on UPI, just posted today. Bear wanders into 7-Eleven store in California. Excellent. Um, We haven't had a bear story in in a bit. (laughs) Uh, It pushed open the door to a 7-Eleven store and came inside. Um, Oh, I see what happened. Okay, okay, so this person, this employee (laughs) saw a bear. This was in the Lake Tahoe area. Um, The bear was going through the store's trash. Like right outside the store, okay. and the employee went in and called nine one one. I guess because it was like, oh, there's a bear like right outside the door here. But then the bear like followed her the through like, the door. The like, bear's saw- like, oh, she knows where the good stuff is. Let's go. Yeah, like she like went through the door, and the bear was just like, oh, that's how I get in there. Like went in <laughs> after her, like which actually sounds kind of scary. And apparently, there's a video of this which I haven't watched yet. Um, but yeah, and then she just like shouted at it. And it was like standing in the doorway, using its nose to trigger an automatic hand sanitizer dispenser. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It probably was like, oh, it's this. Oh, it's making a funny noise. Oh, oh, oh what's this doing? Oh. Like it's doing that while like this person's like screaming at my this nose bear. is so sanitized. Uh, and then yes, yeah, so emergency responders arrived like pretty quickly and used rubber bullets to scare it away. Um, so everything was fine but uh somebody said that this behavior is not typical of wild bears and it's a learned behavior from pursuing human food sources rather than foraging in the wild Mm. like trying to like go to a building and be near a person and like going into a human establishment and all that yeah i mean i know that they say like oh that's not typical but like it keeps happening (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was gonna say we literally see stories of that happening like all the time now clearly bears have evolved a taste for doritos yeah. All right. My story is from AndroidPolice.com. All <laughs> right. Got some interesting sources this week. Uh, Google Meet is raising its participant limit to an insane 500 people. I just saw this. I was like, what meeting is going to be useful or productive with 500 people participating what? in it? I mean, if you're holding a webinar... I guess. I guess. Maybe they don't do. Maybe they don't have like a webinar companion product. Well, that's the Google thing Meet? is, it sounds like they have something where you can live stream. Oh. Your session and that can support up to a hundred thousand people. So that seems like it would be more useful for yeah. something where you need five hundred people watching it. But for some reason, <laughs> they're 
adding the support to its premium tiers for okay. Google Meet. It was the previous <laughs> like, sure. the previous limit was two hundred fifty, which is like still That's too still really many high. people. <laughs> yeah. No, what like is, the only the only possible way that that even makes any sense is if somebody's like presenting something like yeah to a large group of people, like it's a conference or a webinar or like that kind of stuff. Right. In which case, you don't need like that why you don't, level of participation. Like I don't know. No, yeah, the people don't need to participate in it. Right. It can, <laughs> it's just you can just strange. use a webinar tool that like all it is is just somebody presenting and people aren't like right jumping on to say things. Yeah. Right. So I'm glad you're having the same reaction. Yeah, I no, did this because yeah, I'm just like, this is, this is silly. Weird. You don't need to do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, this is unnecessary. Can you imagine? Oh my gosh. Like a 500 person Google me <laughs> where everybody could like, that would just be insanity. It yeah, would just it it really would crash would. or something. We should invite everybody at, at work to <laughs> a single Google meet and see what happens. Um, <laughs> oh. so, uh, other workspace and G Suite customers, as well as free users, are stuck with their current limit of 100 participants in a room, which, again, so many people. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it would be that useful. But, yeah, that's really that's really it. Okay. We already talked about the live streaming thing. Um, they just said if you need more capacity for some reason, like you should live stream your thing instead. So <laughs> Cool. Which I would have said anyway. Could have figured that one out. But <laughs> thanks, yeah. Google. Um, yeah, uh, so. Okay, yeah. all right, that's yeah. fine, I guess. See if you can find a bunch, 500 friends that want to have a Zoom chat, but on Google Meet, and uh, want to pay for an enterprise-level <laughs> subscription. <laughs> wow. All right, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We post episodes every Friday. And as always, the links to this week's stories will be in the episode description. You can subscribe to Knickknack News on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash News, on Twitter at at News, and on Instagram at News. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.